2: Emmanuel Forbes reading this article, so you know, Mississippi State has had uh some big time players go in the first round, also in the second and third. Ole Miss on the offensive side have done that. Forbes could uh could definitely find his name called in Kansas City in the first round. As Blake told us, only 31 picks this year, not 32 picks in the first round. If not, he's going in the second round. We were, like, super confident of that. His only hiccup is his weight. And Zach Arnett joined us on Monday on the show. And he let everybody know, look, he's already done it for three years in the SEC. And he was thrown to the Wolves playing as a true freshman in an all-SEC schedule. And made the all-SEC freshman team and so on. So, Forbes, will somebody take him late first? Or, I think worst-case scenario, early to mid-second at the cornerback position. Can't wait to see. Mississippi kid that uh, was not ranked number one or two or three in the state. And yet, he will be uh, one of the first dudes. Uh, In the NFL draft. So Blake, he's got uh, everything they're looking for. And I think he can put on a little bit of weight at the NFL level.
1: Oh, I I think he can. But I think if you watch him play in the SEC, you go, okay, this guy played physical. He wasn't a guy that ran away from contact. So to me, the weight isn't something that I go, oh, he played soft in college. So when he gets into the physical NFL, all of a sudden he's not going to be able to handle it. He's not a Pac-12 corner who played bump-and-run, like, off-ball. Big 12? coverage. Yeah, I mean, even the Big 12 has a little bit of meat to it. Like, the SEC, I mean, he stuck his nose in on some tough plays and some hard plays, and he did it for multiple years at that play weight. So, I think he can do that. He ate of off the floor. There's no doubt about that. And this is what Arnett actually said about cool. uh, Emmanuel Forbes on Monday.
0: Well, I just think, you know, he really showed up right right the beginning of August, and it might have been a little later because of, uh, you know, that that was the COVID year. So maybe it was, but he really showed up at the start of fall camp. And then, the true freshman year, playing a 10-game all-SEC schedule, you know, he, he got in that first game, that victory at LSU. And I think after that, he started every game since in his career. I've never been around a guy with better ball skills at DB. The ability to Locate, find the ball in the air, play it as if he were the receiver, and then usually when he got his hands on it, he always caught it, and he, most of the time he made something special happen with it after the catch. You know, I don't. He got more, more uh, interception return for touchdowns than probably any guy in football history, calls football history, and so I think you can overanalyze a lot of things. You know, I know there's talk about oh <clears throat> How did his weight transition in with all that BS? I mean, same things could be said when he made the jump from high school to college. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, the guy's, guy's a playmaker. He's done it in the best league in all of football. He's going to continue to do it the next level and the highest level of the game. He's going to be a star for years to come.
2: I'm proud of Coach Arnett for not dropping in the when talking about Emmanuel <laughs> Forbes. I'm glad he said BS. But, uh, you know, it was kind of an outlier how many times Emmanuel Forbes was able to
1: put his hands on the ball and then
2: take the damn thing back. Well, for
1: t- it, you know, is it an outlier, Pitt, or is that what he's good at, like Trayvon Diggs in the NFL? That's what NFL teams look for now is game changers. Point. Now, his straight-line speed is sick. Yes. I mean,
2: once he got rolling, A&M, there were several others, it, he would run away. I mean, this is the SEC when you're taking these, you know, interceptions back, and he would run away from people.
1: Yeah, and that's what teams look for. Uh, Marcus Mosher, who is a nerd, Uh, I love Mosher. Follow him on Twitter. And he can get into the weeds on some nerd stuff. In a good way. But one of the things I love is he's pointed out that if you don't run a sub 4-4 in the NFL, you can't play in the secondary. Right. You have to have makeup speed. It's what Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys has shown you. He gets burnt. It's going to happen. First off, the league is designed for offenses to succeed. Sure. So you're going to get burnt playing the single hardest position in the world, backpedaling as a cornerback against an alpha elite athlete like Jamar Chase or Stephon Diggs or any Tyreek Hill, right? How am I supposed to backpedal against Tyreek Hill? It's not possible. But I can afford to be burnt if I do what Trayvon Diggs has done for the Cowboys or what Emmanuel Forbes did in college, which is when you find a way to make a play, you make a real play. Not a pass deflection, but an interception or even better, an interception that you take back to the house. That's what teams are looking for. I think that's why he will out draft the the size concerns a la um uh Bryce Young right there's too much talent and playmaking ability to be like okay I can't I'm gonna pass up because he weighs 160 well he's now like 172 sure he weighs like 175 instead of 185 no you can't he can get
2: to 180 180 plus well this is all he'll do for the rest of his I mean that's right
1: every day he will wake up with one goal he's
2: talking about where he'll get drafted. I mean, the guy will be a multi-millionaire overnight.
1: 31st pick this year was $12 million. Hello. And Miami gave up their pick for tampering. That's why we're only at 31. Steven Ross, Tom Brady, and Sean Payton. That's right.
2: Dude, that's right.
1: You can cheat. You can't almost... hang out
2: in the off season and drink Tito's Vodka Martinis and do that kind of stuff. The
1: NFL almost encourages we can. cheating. Benji like, Nelson can. That's right. The, the NFL almost encourages cheating. So to get caught cheating and then give up a draft pick is pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, they really like you can pretty much do anything you want, but they still got in trouble. I know, I know, <laughs> incredible. So, thirty-one
2: picks in the first round. Let me let me go over here. Carolina's the number one pick. Bryce Young for sure.
1: I've heard some scuttlebutt. Maybe maybe C.J. Stroud. I don't. If Anthony <laughs> Richardson goes number one overall, he's not, are you turning the he's, TV he's off? He's not. No, <laughs> I'll text you. <laughs> Probably something I can't say on I was air. I say, I'll wait. When that happens, my phone, I'm just going to have to put my phone on silent because it's going to go crazy.
2: Last year, Blake and I were in Las Vegas for the draft, and Charles Cross was picked ninth. But
1: the biggest night.
2: The I biggest... mean, it was cool to see him walk on stage. Oh, it was awesome. A Mississippi kid from the Laurel area. His, I mean, grinning ear to ear, bear hugging Roger Goodell. And his life changed, became a multi-millionaire, and played really well for the Seattle Seahawks in year one. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's not all easy to do, what I just went through.
1: Um, but the, no, the 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 noise of the draft last year was, was num- there was only one thing that shook the NFL world. It was A.J. Brown being traded. It was. To the Philadelphia Eagles for a first-round pick. I It was that or the Saints trading up and then not taking a QB. Trading up to take... Chris Olave, Chris Olave, That was Why wild, was too.
2: Why was out of Ohio Because we straight. were with the Saints group. We were with the Saints group, and they went nuts. What was great is they all went nuts. Thinking it was QB. And then the guy looked at me and said, who's Chris Olave?" <laughs> I said, see, but that's that's a fan. I love it. I mean, he, he went. We went with a group out of Gulfport, Biloxi. And uh, he, he, they go crazy. They high-five, and then basically all of them went, who is it? Yeah. That's no, it, great. It's an awesome receiver. Uh,
1: Saints pick 29th this year. They have San Francisco's draft pick. They gave up their first round pick, number 10 overall, to Philadelphia. But the Saints pick 29th right now. You know who they met with uh, yesterday or two days ago? Who?
2: Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Oh, Tennessee. Don't
1: know that he'll last till 29.
2: I don't think he will. Mickey Loomis may have to make a move if that's who you like. Yeah,
1: and Mike D'Antoni told us on Tuesday he thinks Hendon Hooker's the second best QB in the draft.
2: I agree with him. You know that.
1: It's, you know it's just, how could we be looking at a, a like a Marino Rogers thing where the the fifth guy taken is the number one guy in the class?
2: No. No, no, no. That's not how it's going to work. But what if what if Anthony Richardson and, and Will Levis drop just a little bit in the first round? And what if there is a team out there that likes Hinton Hooker because it just takes one. Well, I think Hooker between
1: won't go, five and fifteen. I think Hook. I think Anthony Richardson's going before Hinton Hooker. But my point is, Hooker might be the steal of the draft because he might be the fourth or fifth QB taken and be the best one in the whole draft.
2: He's twenty five years old or twenty six. Dak's twenty nine and been in the league for a long time. Benji Nelson coming up next live in studio. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. It's Masters Week. We'll talk. We'll talk easy go golf carts and uh, the background of Ben Nelson and Benji Nelson coming up next. You can watch it on YouTube. Search Out of Bound Sports.